Holistic. Bashiana. Hi, welcome to Who You Call in Holistic. I am your host, Shiana Rivers. Thank you for joining me today. And just thank you for being here. I do appreciate you. I know I, I do my best to say it as often as I can, just to remind you, like, I couldn't be doing this without your support. I couldn't be here without your input, your feedback. Like, I'm grateful to be of service. I'm grateful to be able to help you all out. Um, but... I'm not just doing this for myself. So I appreciate the listens, the shares, the follows, the subscriptions. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, before we get into the show, of course, you know, some general housekeeping. Shout out to Neek. This is recorded at GOT Sounds Studio. And I also want to say um, shout out to me. Uh, shout out to me in this moment because... This is the most consistent I have been on this podcast. And that was a big goal of mine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was a big goal of mine before I got started this time around because I was like, you know, you need to stop bullshitting. This is something that you've wanted to do. This is something that has been on the list. This is something you know you're supposed to be doing, right? And you know, I've, I've used that analogy before, like, I'd rather jump than get pushed. And like, you know, if, if there's other options, I'd rather take a leisurely walk around, of course. Oh, shit, dropping my pen. But if I know what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm doing it, like, I'm proud of that. So this is what, like week 15, 14, 15, somewhere in there. And I was looking at some of my old podcast episodes when I was editing myself and doing all of the work myself and like while everybody was like, oh my gosh, we miss your podcast. I love it. Come back. I was like, yeah, that's cool and all, but y'all like it was hard. <laughs> it was really, really hard. So for those out there with podcasts, I applaud you. Um, this is not always an easy task, especially if you're a solo podcaster like myself you know, it's interesting coming up with ideas, with concepts, with, you know, the people that you want to have a conversation with and how to go about doing it and also still remaining true to who you are in the process because, you know, I don't ever want to come off as somebody who knows it all. Like, I mean, I, I know a lot, but nobody fucking knows it all, right? And the the whole trick behind that is like knowing how much we don't know, of course. And, but I do just want to, you know, share what I can and share what I learn along the way, share what helps me and in return, allow that to help somebody else who's going to help somebody else who's going to help somebody else. Right. So that also brings me to, I have a Reiki class 1111 in Columbia, South Carolina. It is in person Make sure you sign up for that. Again, we are entering, we're now into Scorpio season, if you're listening around Scorpio season. So, you know, this whole month has been about Mental Health Awareness Month and how to equip yourself with the resources and the toolkit items, <laughs> the toolkit items for your self-care to enrich your spirit so that you can get through the dark and, you know, you know, I got to love, hate, or hate, hate relationship with uh, with Scorpio things, but I, you know, I really do believe it's probably because I am, I'm not just love and light, you know, I understand everything's not sunshine and rainbows, uh, but I very much am uncomfortable with the dark, right? Not necessarily literally, but, you know, some people thrive way more with the darkness than myself. And that's okay. It's, you know, something that I have to adopt from other mentors, other teachers, other guides that are out there. It's something that I've embraced more so recently, not avoiding because it gets, it gets icky, it gets murky. And those feelings aren't the best to experience at times, but I do know that they're necessary and that is part of the human process. So I'm rolling in it. Um, I do have a an event in the Salt Cave. If you have not made this one, I'll have another one in the future. 
I was surprised how, I'm saying I'm surprised. No, this is me doing work that I'm supposed to be doing, right? The things that fall into place will fall into place if you're moving in alignment. And so I have an event at the Saul Cave. It's going to be Reiki and sound healing. And if you have missed this one, I'm thinking about making it a, a monthly thing. Um, I'm thinking about making it like a full moon monthly thing. So look out for more information on that because, you know, on top of the Reiki that I will be providing and the sound healing I will be providing. And, you know, I love some some healing frequencies and I'm tapping more into uh, making my own healing music. I've already shared some meditation music that I created and I have I still need to um I need to talk to Nick about that while I'm thinking about it. I made a root chakra something or other here in the studio that I need to go ahead and get I guess transferred over to I need to work on that so that I can have that on like YouTube or something. Maybe I'll do a guided meditation with that or something or I'll just like loop it. How people do on YouTube, loop it with some graphics or some shit. And then probably make money off of that because it's always like very much the simple things that end up making surprising, you know, money for you. So I, I need to, I'm going to get on that after today's episode because the plan was to start with root and then work my way up and do each chakra, obviously. And then I can blend some of the frequencies to hold, you know, to have a whole mix, have a little remix situation of healing music. So that's the goal. So I'll get on that after. Let me, let me, as I'm saying it, let me write that, let me write that shit down while I remember because I'll forget. Um, anyway, look at me writing down and I got to pause because this is how my life is set up, how my brain is set up. That's fine because at least I know my strengths and my weaknesses to work with them and have them work with me. Um, so in today's episode, I wanted to, you know, we're still on, it's the end of October. If you are listening in October, it's the end of October. And I've been very much on a mental health awareness, mental health resource toolkit situation vibe for the whole month. And I hope you have gotten something out of it. I hope maybe you've been able to resonate with something or some things that you're like, yeah, let me, let me take that with me. Let me put that in my pocket to work with because I can, you know, I could probably have an episode about these all the time. And I even know, like, even with, like, my shit Shiana says, some of that's going to get repeated. And I've understood more recently that a lot of what this is, a lot of my branding, or not even me personally, just a lot of what branding is in general is repeating the same messages. You know, you can, you can deliver it different ways but it's repeating the same message. It's standing by those messages and it's, you know, just delivering them so that they're more digestible in different ways for different audiences, right? Because that's going to change and transform over time as well. So I just got to keep repeating myself sometimes, which uh, if you know me, you, you know, that's not, that's not something I really look forward to because I said what I said. That sounds like some shit Shiana says. Mm, that's very Scorpio season, right? Right now. And right now we are in, we have Mercury and Scorpio, by the way. So the communication is Scorpio. And uh, I always think of Scorpio as, you know, it is a water sign, but it's very much like a, a fiery water sign, right? It's kind of like, yeah, it's, there's some mystery to it, but there's also some like, don't fuck with me to it, right? So when I think of communication in Scorpio, I'm like, you know, I thought I thought me having a Mercury in Sagittarius could be dangerous, but I, I haven't, have I met somebody with a Mercury in Scorpio? I'd be curious about that conversation. I'm gonna I'm look into that. If somebody listening has a Mercury in Scorpio, talk to me, <laughs> literally talk to me. I wanna, I wanna have... A dialogue. I want to see what that looks like because I'm curious about that one. And, you know, that also brings up taboo conversations, obviously, and more occult topics. So it's fitting that you're listening to this, of course. But then luckily, we move in November 
to Mercury and Sagittarius, which is my natal placement. And I'm excited about that, of course, because I feel like that's just going to amp up my my confidence in what I say, how I say it, the amount of times I share it publicly. Because a lot of this goes on in my head, if you know, of course. And I... I sometimes beat myself up about like, you know, you should, you should share that. Right. But sometimes, sometimes I don't be in the mood. So like, that's why I even say subscribe to my email list if you have not done that already. And it gives me a chance to share things. If I don't feel like showing my face or I don't feel like talking because you know, sometimes I just, I don't feel like talking. I want to be my hermit mode. I want to have all of those thoughts throughout the day just for myself. And that's fine sometimes, but I do know that <laughs> it's also my job to share it. So, you know, and I'm an open book when it comes to sharing a lot of this information. I know there's some things that like, you know, even when it comes to talking about Reiki classes and stuff, there's certain things I'm just not going to share publicly because they're things that you need to experience privately in the class and with one-on-one -on -one sessions with energy healing. There's just certain things I can't explain regarding those. And there's also just certain things that have to remain sacred. And I, I want to still keep that alive within a lot of my practices because, you know, there's, there's a lot I can share on here. There's a lot of stories I can share of, of clients transformations and, and whatnot, but there's just some things that you, you just have to experience for yourself. Right. So Again, this is me plugging my Reiki class, 11-11. It'll be my last in-person class for the year. A lot of people are like, when's your next one? I don't, I don't know. I can't answer that. Um, oftentimes, the classes are interest-based. And, you know, there's some interest right now that I, I need to work with. But outside of just the interest, I've already discussed, like, you know, we're going into, it's, it's Scorpio season now. The class is in Scorpio season. How fitting but also, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of darkness happening. There's a lot of collective darkness happening. And I feel like it's important to bring that class around right now to help strengthen the light out there, to help uh, to help equip more people with more light to get through and navigate these seasons, especially um, especially those who get seasonal oppression. And for those who do get seasonal depression, I, I do believe I started out with this line at the beginning of this month, but uh, what are you doing? All right, what's your plan? What's your, what's your to-do list? You know, have you scheduled your therapy sessions? Have you scheduled some self-care? What does that look like for you right now? Because it's one thing to say, and you know, I don't wanna say play victim, but it's one thing to play victim a little bit and say, oh, I have seasonal depression. It's that time of year. I always get like this around this time. But it's another thing to actually like work on the shit, right? Like stop talking about it and do something about it. Mm. That sounds like some shit she on I'm full of them today. All right. Okay. Anyway, uh, I hope like what you've also seen within this month of sharing these resources, the toolkit things is how often the idea of community has come up, right? And how important that is for us to get through these times. And I think it's just really nice to see how much that has been changing and evolving more recently, uh, you know, since, I don't want to say since COVID hit, but maybe it's more of the age of Aquarius vibes, that more people are realizing, oh yeah, we can't do this shit alone. And like, we work better together, which does make me curious about, you know, our like anger with government things and, and understanding how much we can do collectively, but how things are still run, you know? Hmm. That's a whole nother episode. I'm sure that's, I feel like I would need like I might need a politician on here one day. I don't know what that looks like because, eh. but, you know, to talk about how, to talk about how the game is rigged, <laughs> that'd be interesting, right? That'd be an interesting conversation. Mm. Let me work on that one. But anyway, yeah, the importance of community and getting through 
these moments and these times with that support because we can't do it alone. I started this episode today letting you know, like, I I'd very much appreciate you because I can't do this alone, which, oh, rewind, by the way. If you have not yet subscribed to my Patreon, go ahead and do that. And shout out to Amanda, my newest Patreon subscriber. I appreciate you. Definitely appreciate you. So if you have not already done that, uh, go ahead and do it. It helps me. It helps me perform on here. It helps me put on a better show. And my Venus is in Capricorn, y'all. So if you're going to show me love, money is a great way to do it. All right? Okay? That sounds like some shit she honestly I told you I'm full of them today. Um, anyway, some other things for your toolkit that I wanted to cover. One of them is the the uh, practice of purging. And I know I mentioned like cleaning up your, your gut when we were in Virgo season and the importance of just like learning your gut health so that you can strengthen your intuition so that you can get more comfortable with your own, your own strengths and your, your core beliefs. Right. But the other thing I want to point out is to make sure you purge and like purge your home. And I often, because I, I do have clients, I take clients in my home. And even when I do distance Reiki sessions, obviously they're done in my home as well. So I'm often cleansing my space with sacred smoke or incense, healing frequencies. Again, you know, I love the healing frequencies. I'm often doing these things. I'm often opening the windows. But another thing that I remember a uh, practitioner reminded me of was she was like, make sure you um, you clean your your air duct, your air filter from time to time, too, as you're cleansing your space. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't even I didn't even think about that because that's probably got all kinds of bad juju in it. Right. That's just been absorbed. So if you haven't done that in a while, go ahead and get to that and also clean up your socials, you know, unfollow the people that you need to unfollow follow people that you need to follow. And even like, I don't know how many people that are listening to me, because again, I do ask these questions from time to time and y'all act like you can't respond. So, you know, but if, if you are listening and you are one of these people, let me know. But I don't necessarily know how many people that are following me are, they identify as creatives or entrepreneurs in this space. But if you are one of those people, Shit. Even if you're not one of those people, clean up your, your Instagram bio, clean up your, your other bios and take down what doesn't belong anymore. I know because I have my own business and because, you know, sometimes people find me from my reels or the podcast, they, they see my name. So they, they want to see a brief description of what the fuck I got going on. And I still need to add more to that. There's things I need to do with my, my highlights and some other shit, but that's a whole like, let me sit down for this with some supervision kind of thing. Cause I do really good with supervision when I need to get some shit done, but I will change up my bio from time to time with, you know, a lot of times people say like, we need an, I help statement. Like I help, I help you do this to do this kind of thing. So mine has changed over time and you may see it change again in the future. I may change it back. I remember at some point it was like, I help you heal yourself and remember who the fuck you are, which is still true. That's it's still true. Um, but then sometimes I remember after I put that up, somebody was like, well, how do you help them remember who the fuck they are? And I was like, oh, well, that can't, that can't all be in the bio. So like I needed to figure out what that looked like. Um, right now I think it's, yeah, right now it says I help you heal your mind, body, and spirit, which is also still true. Before that, it was like, I help leaders embrace their gifts. I believe again, still true, but that changes from time to time for me because I'm, I'm still seeing what sticks. I'm still seeing what, what needs to be put out there for people to say, oh yeah, that's my person. I need to work with her. So clean up your socials, especially if like it's worded differently than the beliefs you have now. 
because you'd be surprised. You might you might read over it and be like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Shiana told me about this. Let me fix this up. Let me change this up for, for myself to see what else you receive after that. And I know whenever I've had urges to, like, clean my kitchen floor aggressively or whatever, I feel like I'm making space for something. I feel like my ancestors, my guides are like, hey, bitch, you got something coming in. Clean up, you know, make some space. And, and it happens. And in order to expand, we have to get rid of the shit we no longer need. So that extends to social media. If you need to clean up your phone, delete some photos, delete some of oh, those, those, <laughs> I'm guilty of this as well. Delete some of those screenshots that you're never going to go back to. Um, I've even, I've even made it a point to like favorite the things that like, I know I need at some point. I'm a favorite this because it, it's probably going to end up in a carousel later. But if, if it's just a screenshot, I'm going to have to find another screenshot and do it all over again because it's been lost. And I can't really, you know, you can put like descriptions in the search as you're, you're looking up your pictures and stuff. I can't really describe the things I'm looking for that I've screenshotted by then because it's one of those, you know, once you see it, you're like, oh, yeah, that's it. So I just have to start the whole search all over again. So, yeah. Clean up your socials, clean up your phone, clean up your home energetically. I mean, if you need to clean up your home in other ways to take care of that shit, but clean it up energetically and see what shifts, see how it feels after that, because it does make a difference. I'm here to attest to that myself. Um, another thing that, you know, I'll share, especially going into Scorpio season and again, Scorpio season is a time to embrace the dark. It's a good time to explore esoteric, hidden knowledge, occult things, taboo things. Uh, it's a good time to be doing sex magic, you know, so go ahead and do that if you need to. But it's also a really good time to get a mentor, a guide of some sort, especially, again, if you are somebody who has a harder time in these darker months than others. Get a mentor or a guide, especially if, you know, maybe your support system isn't what you want it to be just yet. You're going to have a mentor or a guide that can help fill you up with some more light to, to help you get through this and also teach you things that you may not have thought of, teach you to think differently or teach you some more tools that you might need throughout this season. So um, what am I, what are my mentor guide things right now? What am I, what have been my most recent rabbit holes? Cause it shifts for me. Cause it's like, I'm still technically like a solopreneur until I have my team, which assistant that is out there for me I'm I'm ready for your for your assistance because I need I need to get some some shit going I'm y'all I'm putting that out there but what else have I lately my my rabbit holes have been still marketing things course things which I haven't forgotten I'm I'm still I still need to go ahead and release that I've been working on a course it's this is why I need an assistant this is one of those things where like I've put something together and then I'm like, okay, I need to release this. But then there's also elements that I've learned over time about the way you release things and leading up to it and like making some hype about it. So then I'm like, okay, well, I've, I've created the course. I've created the things I wanted to create that I need to share that people need to learn. But how do I launch this? So, um, but anyway, Get you a mentor, a guide, explore some occult things. I know I spoke about Caroline Mays, Mice. It's M-Y-S-S, but it was an audible, and I swear they kept saying her name, Caroline Mace, like like Mace Mace. But I'm I'm gonna be exploring her books some more. I read her book years and years ago, Anatomy of the Spirit, that was really really good. But she's got a shit ton of other books, and this is also somebody that's still around, so. <laughs> It's, it's one of those things that I was like, okay, let me, let me lean into some of her information because it's a lot of things I already discussed. It's a lot of things I already share that I identify with and resonate with, but it's just like a deeper understanding of it that I'm like, oh, yeah. So that's, that's going to be my rabbit hole for Scorpio season, actually. That's I've decided. I just decided just now. So find your rabbit hole. 
find your guide and and lean into that for now and see see what you get out of it throughout this month um also get away get away even if even if you need a little staycation that's fine i wouldn't mind me a little staycation soon that'd be cool nice little stay nice little staycation and it's that's challenging for me to say too because like i love where i live so much and as the weather gets cooler i I put on my fireplace the other night, which was beautiful and glorious. Had a glass or a few of some red wine with the fireplace going. Had the window open a little bit with screen doors, so there was just a nice little gentle breeze. Oh, it was nice. Oh, it was nice. So, like, (laughs) pulling myself away from that, especially if I go into hermit mode, but pulling myself away from that can be challenging sometimes. But it was really nice to get away to New York the other weekend. I needed that. And I even felt, you know, like I almost felt creatively stuck, which is silly for me because I know like I have a very strong sacral chakra. That's also like my Leo moon is here to, to create things. It's here to embrace uh, childlike wonder and play, that kind of thing. So for me to be like, I don't know what, what to create was weird. So I feel like going to New York helped help me like tap back into that because even like when I was walking across the crosswalks, I was like, oh my God, there's so many people. I've been in New York before, right? But there's so many people just at the corner of a crosswalk and human design knowledge to me reminds me like, you know, there's certain ways we can activate our gates and channels within us. And sometimes it just requires us to be around other energies. We don't necessarily have to be like interacting with them, engaging with them all the way, but like being around other energies helps unlock some of your own. So I feel like just getting away, being in a different space and being around so many fucking people helped me lean into some more inspiration and see, okay, I can, I can get started again and share the things I need to share and do the shit I need to do. And even going to New York, you know, I even, I was saying to somebody, it was, I think it was my cousin actually. Cause I asked, yeah, my cousin, cause he lives up there. And I asked if he saw the Jay-Z exhibit and he was like, uh, oh, yeah, Jay-Z is just, and like, I'm not just like I said, I'm not necessarily a Beyonce Stan or beehive member. Like I know, I've listened to a couple Jay-Z albums, but I'm not like a Jay-Z hip hop head from day one. But my my appreciation for that entire exhibit was like, this is somebody who is still here. This is somebody who is, again, doing what what they, they set out here to do and manifested the things that they wanted to manifest. And they're still actively doing it and showing you how to do it. They're still like living in their purpose. And the fact that, you know, they made a space available at the library for like a rapper (laughs) to exhibit his story. Like that is, that's big. And I feel like those are things that we should aspire to make happen in our lives as well. Like not necessarily a library situation, but just like you know, you, you have these ideas sometimes and it's like, yeah, but have you thought about this, you know? And like, it helps you think outside the box to have these experiences. And I, I've said often, like, even for me, gifts are cool, but like, I love me an experience. I love an experience because I can get so much out of it. And again, let me, I love gifts and I love money, but experiences, they just, you know, they, they open your eyes. They help you see things differently. They give you new ideas. So get away, have an experience. I remember uh, it was probably 2017, I believe, because I remember Lennox was still a puppy. There was a sunrise photography tour available in Charleston, and they do still offer this if you are localish. They offer a sunrise photography tour along with some other tours. There's like some moon ones that I want to check out. There's, there's like some lighthouse shit I don't really care about, but this sunrise photography tour I went on and I feel like it was my, maybe it wasn't my first like solo trip, but it felt, it made me feel like an adult going like 
to explore by myself, going to have an experience by myself. And I remember asking people if they wanted to go and got the runaround and got some bullshit responses or whatever. And I was like, it's fine. It's cool. I'll go by myself. And I got a sitter for Lennox. And I remember I had to leave at like four in the morning or something, maybe, maybe even like three 30. Cause you had to be there obviously before sunrise. And this was summertime. So whatever time sun comes up around then, but I remember driving to just outside Charleston and it's a, um, a nature reserve and, uh, national park, whatever it's called. And it was, I think it's also referred to as Boneyard Beach. And it's got just a whole bunch of trees that are like dead or whatever. And they're like bleached by the sun. So they look fake. And it even kind of reminds me of, um, uh, what is it from Lion King? The, the, the place with all the bones? Like, I can't think of the name, but yeah, it reminded me of that because it just, it was so surreal, but like a pretty way because it's literally on the beach. So there's ocean behind it. You're watching the sun rise. And I remember like, I wasn't sure if they were going to cancel it because it had been raining the day before, but even that brought a whole different like energy to the space. And I was like, having this experience by my, it was a beautiful time. It was a beautiful experience. And I'm sure there was some inspiration that came from that. I took so many, probably of the same pictures but a lot of those pictures I took would very much be the pictures that you see displayed on your um, your Amazon Fire Stick wallpaper situation. And I remember I was like, okay, and this was on my phone. So who knows what these would look like now with these these newer pix, pic, upgraded pixels and HD clarity. So I might need to arrange for another one of those in the near future. But those are really fun. And, you know, it. It was like I drove there, had the experience. I think I was back by like 10, 11 a.m., something like that. And that didn't take much out of me, but it was an experience. So get away if you can. And I know I've spoken before on making sure you use your throat chakra, especially when the season is dark and things are feeling heavy. Ask for what you need. Exercise your voice and ask for what you need. Tell people what you need. Tell people what you want. Tell the universe what you want. But also, if you need something, give it. I know for me, like, I, I, still, I still need to get Lennox uh, certified as a therapy dog again. Let me look at, these, look at this to-do list I'm making as I'm in here right now. But I know for me... A lot of my life revolves around being of service, just like naturally. A lot of what I do is naturally helping other people. The podcast, the, the events I'm having, the teachings I have, I'm naturally being of service to others just off top. But if there's moments where I'm feeling resistance in something, I pause to say, okay, like, what am I needing more of and what can I share? What can I give to get more of that? And I remember I had a mentor say, like, even if um, she was on her last, and I, maybe this was like some story that somebody shared. Anyway, even if she was on her last, like, few dollars to go and, like, give a dollar to somebody, right? Because it's just, like, pouring that back into the universe and pouring that energy back into you to, to show like you, you still have a giving spirit. You still have the belief that you can give and not be without. It's taking away that scarcity mindset. And that has probably been one of the biggest challenges for me throughout this journey. Like I've manifested some wild shit over the years, right? But my upbringing was very much scarcity based. My mother and father split when I was in like fourth grade. And my mother was over here from England with, you know, three kids after that. So a lot of what she did, a lot of her decisions, a lot of how she moved was based off survival. And in turn, that's what she taught us. That's how she moved. That's what we learned. And that doesn't necessarily serve us now. We don't necessarily have to live off of that survival 
mentality. And I know a lot of other people, especially that boomer generation, like a lot of other people can resonate with this too. Their, their parents or parent, especially if you have like an immigrant parent, that scarcity mindset, that fear, whoo, it's something else. So understand like, you know, we don't have to live that way anymore and we can adopt new ideas. We can adopt new ways of being and allow that to evolve naturally and allow, allow ourselves to lean into that so that we can thrive because it doesn't matter if, if you are doing what needs to be done, if you are living in your truth, if you still have that scarcity mindset, because you're, you're not going to expand, you're not going to get to where you need to be if you still have those core beliefs. And I know like for me, like the things that I've manifested over the years, again, like they would not have happened if I still had those fears. And I'm grateful that, you know, cause it, it still sneaks up sometimes, but I'm grateful that that has evolved over time because it's like, I'll have this idea and it's like, eh, I don't know how that's going to get paid for. I don't know how I'm going to make that happen. And it's just, it's, it's put in my lap. Somehow it comes about and gets in my lap. And, you know, that's something I, I want to share too. Like, what, this might be the most important one on this one, actually. Another thing I really feel is important for your mental health, please, like, lock this one in. Look at me pausing for dramatic effect. <laughs> is to embrace your dreams and actually act on them. Okay? Like, there are moments, and even reading that recent Caroline Mace book, I remember she was breaking down how an idea is formed, how we create these things. And, you know, the sacral chakra, that it's also our, our sexual energy center. So it's the idea of bringing something to birth something, right? But in order to make our ideas happen, they have to travel, right? So they start, the idea starts at the sacral or the root, and then it has to travel up to your solar plexus where you have that core belief and that willpower to make it happen and the discipline to continue it, all right? And then it moves up to the throat. And from the throat, that is the challenge. That is the difficulty that we sometimes experience because you can have this idea and you can have a million ideas. You can write all of these ideas down, as I like to share, write that shit down. But if it does not make it past the throat, if you do not communicate this idea, if you do not like express, launch, like manifest it in the physical then it's just, it cycles back. It, and then again, that, that book, Big Magic, I've talked about before, that idea will go to somebody else if you don't act on it. So the idea is very much doable. The creation is possible, but a lot of times we get stuck when it makes it to our throat chakra, our, our communication, our, and she even called this our will. Because it really much, it really much, it really much is, it very much is our will to manifest and speak into existence what we want. So don't worry about the how. If you have an idea, if you have a dream, if you want it to happen, it will happen. You know, again, this, this creation, this podcast, this lifestyle I'm living these things have been worked on since I was in, what, third grade? Probably before that, because that was just career day. So I had to, like, you know, pick something. But this has been in the works. And I have a lot of clients that share their dreams with me. And But there's, like, pause on, I want to do this, but I don't know how to. And, like, eh, eh, no, like, you're that's where you're messing up already. Like, do not worry about the how. All you have to do is decide. 
All you have to do is decide. And the more you go back and forth, the more you're like, "Uh, I don't know, Mm, maybe not yet. Oh, it's not time. It'll never be time ever. You will never be ready. And the more you put it off, it's the more opportunity it has to float somebody to float to somebody else to make it happen. Maybe they have additional resources or maybe they just have a stronger belief. And that shit sucks because you're like, I could have made that happen. I had the whole blueprint and everything. And it's like, yeah, but jokes on you because you didn't believe enough. So really just dream big really just dream big, especially during these dark seasons, because, you know, looking forward to something, working on something bigger than you is going to help you see what a blip some of this shit is surrounding us. And, you know, understanding that it's never just about what we have in that moment and the bigger picture, the bigger the bigger movement it serves, right? So if you do have a dream, please embrace it. Please continue to work on it, whatever that looks like. Maybe it's just a little bit a day. Maybe it's a prayer a day to give you the strength to to get through it or to create something from it or to get the resources to help you along with it. But work on that anytime you can because our dreams are really important and they wouldn't be given to you if they weren't supposed to happen. And again, if they were given to you and you don't make them happen, they're going to go to somebody else. So work on that shit that you want to happen. All right. Physically, mentally, energetically, whatever that looks like. Dream big because even the things that I've dreamt along the years, the things I've manifested, the way they've come around, I'm like, how, how the fuck? I never would have guessed this would have happened. Because again, like that scarcity mindset, it, it'll fuck with you if you don't work on it, if you don't do some, some healing on that. I, I know, for instance, when I got Lennox, you know, Lennox is a standard poodle. He is a big dog. And we've always had small dogs over the years And even taking a small dog to the groomer, it's like $40, you know, and you got to do it regularly. Or then it's even more because they're matted and then they got to fix that shit. It's not a good time. But when I got Lennox, before I got Lennox, I remember my mom was like, I don't know how you're going to pay for that grooming. It's really expensive. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't know either. (laughs) Fingers crossed. And um, Now Lennox just had his seventh birthday. Happy birthday, Lennox. And I think I've paid for him to be groomed once, maybe twice over these seven years. I happened to meet a groomer when I got Lennox that loves massages. So we have traded since I got Lennox. And like, I wouldn't have seen that opportunity if I was going off of that scarcity, fear-based thinking. I just moved with the things that I knew I wanted and pulled them in with my will, and and it worked. And even when I got Lennox, which my complex uh, has allowed Lennox and like made him a pet therapy dog because or emotional support dog because I mean you know that's what he is anyway, right? And he's not one of those emotional support dogs I keep seeing on like TikTok that have anxiety, which is terrible by the way. Um, if you if you if somebody has one of those dogs that's supposed to be an emotional support dog and they end up being the the emotional support person for the dog like you know like maybe get get that dog some help because like now it's taking on all of your shit right but anyway when I got Lennox I remember and people think Lennox was like super super expensive because he's he's a fancy ass dog right y'all know Lennox was six hundred dollars I don't know if you knew that but Lennox was only six hundred dollars he doesn't have papers which is fine he's not a show dog Um, he's already been famous, right? He's in T-Pain's music video. So I don't need papers on him. I saw his parents. I knew he was a poodle. It's fine. But I remember I had just moved into my apartment, like just like that November. And I was getting Lennox that December. And this is the first time I'd been alone again. Like, and I was like, how the fuck am I going to pay for this dog and his food and his toys and his crate and like all the things 
how the fuck? And I was like, it's cool. I already decided I'm getting the dog. It'll work out. It's fine. Everything's fine. And I sold the most gift cards that year, massaging that I had ever sold in my life. I had a particular client who wanted to buy all of her family, like all of her family gift cards from me. And not just like an hour massage. She wanted, it was either an hour and a half or two hours and tips along with every single session. And I remember she wrote a check specifically. This was just her. This isn't including other gift cards or other, a lot of times I would get like extra bonuses around Christmas. Like somebody would tip me, you know, $100, $50 and say Merry Christmas, which that's always, that's always nice. Capricorn Phoenix, you know, I love my money gifts, but she wrote me a check for $900 and I was like, oh, okay. That's Lennox. That's his toys. That's like everything that I needed in that moment. And I've shared more than once, like how much can change in a moment based off of your belief, based off of your will, like so much can change in an instant. And it, it's almost insane how much can change or how much can happen based off of the strength of a belief. So dream big, do not worry about the how, because it can happen. It can really just happen based off of belief alone. And I hope like what I'm sharing with my journey, what I share on here shows you that. I hope you see like what I, I'm building, what I've built already based off of my community, based off of my support system that, that has been growing, because it wasn't always here the way it is, but really based off of my belief. Like, I, I hope you see that my belief in what I'm here to be, what I'm here to do, what I'm here to accomplish, what I'm here to leave behind is so strong. Like, I know I'm good. Even when that, like, little smidgen of fear creeps in and that like scarcity mindset creeps back up. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm good. I know it'll work out. It always works out. Like, cause I've seen it. I've seen it over the years. And then there's even moments that I pause and I'm like, oh shit, that happened. So it's still actively a thing where I'm like, I made this happen because I prayed and I believed and I wrote that shit down. And then I look back and I'm like, holy shit. Who knew? Who knew I could do it? So lastly, I hope you take into your mental health toolkit to make little you proud. All right. And I mentioned I had this idea of who I was going to be when I, I said third grade, but clearly it was before that. And and I'm making it happen. I'm actively pursuing, I'm actively embracing and embodying what seed was planted that long ago. And I remember somebody saying, you know, if you're confused about who you want to be or what you want to do when you grow up, look back at your childhood. You know, look at look at the things that you said you wanted to be when you grew up. And I know that shifted a lot. <laughs> you know, mine was veterinarian at some point. Um, which I said vegetarian when they first asked me, and I meant veterinarian. And like, I like meat, so I don't want to be a vegetarian for life. But look back at, at what that was. Look back at what that looked like and see what you can take from that and implement it now. And it could be small things right now, right? And it could be you just need to incorporate more play because maybe you wanted to, to play more as an adult because you never had time to as a child. Incorporate more of that. And I remember I was even thinking recently because I had it was in a human design reading that I had had forever ago. And my mentor said that I had a very similar chart to somebody else she knew who is supposed to follow natural cycles, which, yay, I'm doing. And I'm doing more and more of that even now. But I remember she said that she takes off this particular client would take off for a week around the new moon. And I was like, damn, that sounds nice. But like scarcity mindset, old ways of thinking me was like, how the fuck am I going to take a week off every month and survive? And then like just 
last a couple weeks ago, just before I went out of town, I ended up having like a week off and which works because I'm I'm a new move I'm a new moon cycle girly. So like I really the work that I do, I don't really need to be working around that, right? I don't. I need to be resting. Full moon, I'm here for you. I'm here to support. I'm here to like help you release some shit, let that shit go. I'm here to pour into others. And even outside of full moon, I'm here for the rest of that. So I was like, you know what? Okay, that's my next goal. And clearly I've seen it can happen. So I want to take a week off around new moons. I do. And I can because I, it, it's been done. And the way I've seen the things evolve in my career and the things shift again by belief and will alone, like I already know this is doable. So make little you proud with what you say you're going to do, who you said you wanted to be, who you said you're going to be. All right. And, and really look back at what little you wanted. And I know little me, I like, I look at pictures and I'm like, not much has changed. I still am naked all the time. I still have a dog. We used to have a, a big sheep dog, Gypsy. I have pictures like, and I remember like running around in my swimsuit and the sprinklers and stuff coming back in and just like taking off the swimsuit, laying on Gypsy to nap or whatever. I would try to like ride Gypsy like a pony, not naked. Didn't matter then if I was a kid then, because it's, it's cute then, right? It's only problematic if you're an adult trying to do that. But yeah, like little me would be really, really proud in this moment. And I'm, I'm proud to say that because um, a lot of people can't. A lot of people can, but I've, I feel like a lot of times we forget. You know, we get into these spaces of expectations and we forget what we want. And we allow other people to want things for us sometimes. And that's, that's cool to an extent, but like it's not realistic. So, you know, if little you was very much like me, I, I knew what I wanted often, right? And I, I spoke on it. So, again, not much has changed <laughs> for me. So little me would be proud, and I hope you can make little you proud too. All right? That is it for today. Um, stay strong out here in Scorpio season. Protect your peace. Go reference that, that episode again if you need to. And take my Reiki class. Take my other classes that you'll see in the mix as soon as I figure out how to uh, share them with you. And remember to meditate and hydrate. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Who You Call in Holistic. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. You can find me and all my services on Shiana.com. That's S-H-E-A-N-A-H. 